0: Well, hello there. Welcome to the uh, video tonight, or this video is all about communication. And I'm going to give you three concepts, how to exponentially increase your, uh, your listening. So again, not a ton of uh, background theory and, and kind of fluff. We're going to be getting right into it. And I'll be giving you three, like I said, very, very specific, very simple things to do, but not easy, just like everything around leadership. Let's talk about listening and specifically three concepts to be a better communicator. And I'll give you a little pro tip. It's all about listening. Communication is all about listening. And that's where we actually really, really fail and and fall down. So let's dive right into it. So here's the communications model, and uh, it's it's going to be a bit of a high level discussion, but what we're looking at here is breaking the communications model down a bit, because then we can talk about the listening component of it and why it's so difficult, but why it's so important. So we have, you know, so let's say that this is the sender. Let's just say, so she has something to say, and this is typically the receiver. Okay. Now, so the sender of the message, she will say something, right? Okay, perfect. So some sort of a message, it's maybe an order or something like that. And then oftentimes as leaders, this is where the communication stops, where I just tell a team member what to do or what's required or give them a task. And then I leave. Well, you'll see why that's such a problem because that is just a, a, one component of the communications model. So now what we have to also see is some sort of feedback, right? So feedback from the receiver back to the sender. Now that feedback can come in many different forms. It can come in nonverbal, right? Body language, or it can be an acknowledgement like, yeah, okay, I understand you. It can be all sorts of things like that, but that's the part that senders have to be aware of there. You're not just one and done, and then you're going, there has to be a dialogue. There has to be an exchange of feedback. So that's what the communications model is really all about. And then what starts to happen if you're if you're truly communicating as a, you know with with two people, you'll see this back and forth piece now. So the messages will be going back and forth, the feedback back and forth, and it becomes an interaction. That's what communication is all about. Communication is an interaction. So it's important to recognize that there's a lot to it. And so it's not just about me telling somebody what to do. It's about this this interaction, this feedback, this messaging back and forth, and and so on. Really, really important. But the piece that we typically miss is this one right here: it's this feedback. So pay attention, pay attention. And this is why email is is one of the worst ways, or text is even worse, uh, because there's no nuance to the communication like it is face to face. So that is the the communications model, and why it's uh, so important to understand it at, at a bit more of a higher level. So one of the, the premises this is a picture from hurricane katrina this is in mississippi and um first of all not only do i have some amazing sideburns there uh and fantastic orange pants but just to set this up a little bit um so this gal here we're doing checks and we were asked to check on her and she had a number of uh kids in this small trailer and it was like smoking hot And so these kids are strewn throughout. There's probably four or five, not all of them hers. And she's, well, she's young. You look at that, 17, 18, something like that. So one of the most important things that we can do as listeners or as communicators, whether it be in a medical situation like this or search and rescue or at the boardroom or personally, is to be present, right? Just plant yourself psychologically and sometimes physically and be present, be in the moment. Don't be distracted. So the example here is that there's a lot of other things going on, right? A hurricane, had just ripped through this entire area. There's kids all over the place, but for me to dedicate my time and effort effectively and to make this gal heard and, and valued, I had to plant down and focus and Again, there are all sorts of other distractions that, you know, there's sirens going on. I've got colleagues and coworkers and all that, so, you know, all over the place, but you got to sit down and that's the first step. If you can't be present, then you can't communicate, period. And if you can't communicate, you can't lead. Yeah, it's that simple. Be present, communicate, lead. That's it. So focus on that. Put your phone away. Don't just put it on, you know, the table in front of you. Here's another pro tip for you folks. In a corporate environment, people come into your office, turn your monitor off if you're having a one-on-one. I promise you that your team member or the person that's coming in to talk to you, when they see you turn your monitor off, that means something. That means something. You talk about respect. That means, hey, you know what? I'm going to be present. And it is BS that we can multitask. FYI, folks, neurologically, We can't, we are actually not able to do multiple things in our brain at the same time. Sorry, ladies. But what we can do is we can switch attention really, really quickly, right? So kids, for instance, they don't multitask, even though they say they do, they just have the ability like on an absolute, you know, in a millisecond to switch attention. That's what it is. So even by the act of having, you know, sitting there at your desk and having your monitor over here, that is going to distract you. It really, really will. Your subconscious is paying attention to that. So turn your monitor off and be present. Put your phone away. Don't be looking at your watch. Really, really important and simple to do. There's no excuse not to be able to just sit and be present with your fellow human being or it's a team member. Your job as a leader is to care and to listen to them. It's not that hard. Well, maybe it is hard, but just focus on that. First and foremost, be present. Now I'm going to give you a couple of techniques. The first one is what we call, well, it's around active listening. And active listening is just that. It's it's actively listening. It's not being passive. It's actually paying attention. It's being present. And so one of the techniques is this one, restatement. And as facilitators, I know I facilitate a ton and um, lead a lot as well. And restatement is is simple. All I'm doing is, is paraphrasing. So all I'm doing is, oh, okay, what I'm hearing you say is this. That's it. That's what it is. And so when I say that, if we were to go back to this model here, okay, so let's say that, um, so we've got the message here, the feedback, right? So there's the answer. So we have a question. We have an answer back. And then this person can restate. Okay, so I asked you something you had answered. So what I'm hearing you say is this. This person now has the opportunity to say, yeah, that's right. Or correct it. See how the the model comes into play here with restatement and why communication is so important, but it's also very, very difficult because I ask you something, you answer, I can just restate it to make sure I understand it. What it also does actually is, is by you hearing it and then having to restate it, throws it into a different part in your brain. It goes from the auditory part into the verbal part. So there has to be a processing. you're actually, it's it's a bit of a hack for your brain. So your brain has to process to translate it from what it heard to what you're saying. So it actually works really, really well neurologically. So, hey, what I'm hearing you say is this, is that right? And then the person can say, yeah, that's right, or correct it. And you would be amazed at how effective that simple technique of active listening is just restatement. And it also tells the person that you're listening, right? If I'm the leader and they, they, they answer, I ask a question, they answer, or it doesn't even have to be a question. They come up to me and they come up with a concern. I restate it. Then it means I'm listening. So you be present you restate really, really important. And so simple. There's no excuse not to do this. Okay. Oh, you know, geez, what I'm hearing say is. That, is that right? Yep, yep, it is. Perfect, good. So that's the first active listening technique, restatement or paraphrasing. The second one is inquiring. First one's restatement. The second one is inquiry. So this one is, if you want to have a much more rich conversation, you would do what we call the inquiry. One of the key tenets of inquiry is that it is an open-ended question. Okay, it's an open-ended question. So what do I mean by that? well i'll tell you what the opposite of it is the opposite of an open ended question is a closed my uh ended question closed minded well partially so what inquiry is using an open ended question is hey what are your thoughts on the pandemic hey what uh what are your feelings around blah 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 hey can you tell me what you meant by no 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 whatever it is so that's an open-ended question. So they they have to expand upon it versus a closed-ended is, is essentially where they need, where they can give you a yes or no answer. So an example would be, hey, uh, do you like the pandemic? No. Okay. All right. Thanks for that. Versus, hey, what, what, are, your, what are your feelings around the pandemic? Oh man, it, it sucks. I got to do this, this, and this. So the inquiry really opens up the dialogue and it's, well, if anyone, anyone have kids, Probably a lot of us, kids, uh, if you give uh, any opportunity for them to say a simple yes or no, they'll take that all day long. They will take that all day long. How have school. Good. Okay. Good talk. Good talk. But maybe a question could be, hey, uh, what was your favorite thing from uh, school today? Or what what happened at school today? Versus just a simple yes or no answer. You're going to get at least a better answer. So those are the the, the three things. Be present. Actively listen. Have the restatement or restate or paraphrase. What I'm hearing you say is this. And then this technique is inquiry. Open-ended questions. And that leaves it wide open for that for the person responding to go wherever they actually want. Super, super powerful. So hopefully this helped. But essentially, just remember that being present, it, it's not that hard, folks. It's not rocket science. And, and we're just terrible at it, frankly. And we're not really good listeners. So you need to be actively listening and using those techniques be present restate or paraphrase and inquire which is an open-ended question so all right folks thanks for watching and yeah we'll see you all later